Welcome to AT Parenting Survival Podcast, where you get support and guidance through the chaos of parenting. Here's your host, child therapist, Natasha Daniels. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the AT Parenting Survival Podcast. Today, I have a special interview. I have Dana over from the very popular site, Lemon Lime Adventures. She is also the author of the best-selling books, The Super Kids Activity Guide to Conquering Every Day and Sensory Processing 101. She's also, a lot of people don't realize this, but she spent 15 years in the classroom as a national board certified teacher where she taught everything from special needs to preschool to give to kindergarten to inner city first grade. She is a mom like me to three of her own super kids, and she has developed a program from all of her knowledge called Calm the Chaos. And we are going to talk about difficult behaviors today, how to look at them differently, how to approach them differently. She has a really good understanding of how to look at behaviors in a different sort of way. I always walk away with an aha moment when I talk to Dana and today was no exception. So here is our chat. All right. Well, I want to welcome Dana to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. So we're going to dig deep into behavior. It's something that I've been talking a lot about lately because when I surveyed my audience, everybody was having issues across the board with difficult behavior. Totally not surprising. No, not at all. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm wondering if you can maybe tell, I'm sure a lot of people know who you are, but maybe if you can just tell people a little bit about you and what you do, that would be great. Awesome. So yeah, I'm, for those of you that don't know, I'm Dana Abraham and I'm the founder of the parenting blog, Lemon Lime Adventures. And I'm also the author of the book, Super Kids Activity Guide to Conquering Every Day. And I have a program where I help adults understand, connect with, and empower the kids that they love. And it's called the Calm the Chaos program. Which is wonderful because last week was Calm the Chaos workshop. And I know a lot of people who listened to me um, signed up for the workshop and took it. And I took it and we all kind of went through it together. And there were a lot of aha moments. And so that's kind of my goal for this episode is to kind of flesh out a little bit of some of those moments and talk about behavior and what's actually behind behavior. So what kind of behaviors do you think you typically see with kids who struggle with anxiety? So what's interesting, and you might be able to kind of back me up on this, but I actually see kind of five different types of behavior that come out with, um, with anxiety at the root. So it might be what we typically think of with anxiety and it might be the hiding or the crying or the refusal to go new places. Like that's the behavior we kind of typically think of, but the behavior we don't think of is the overexcited, jumping on the couch, touching everything, running around the house, you know, saying things that are kind of out inappropriate and out of place and not knowing their place and when to stop, um, you know, kind of at that one is what happened with my son. And I would have never known that it was anxiety. It took a lot of digging to figure that out. Um, And then the other one is that aggressive behavior where there's the meltdowns and there's the fighting and the yelling and maybe even hitting and biting. I mean, really um, over the top behaviors um, like that. And 
that a lot of times is because they're, they're worried about something or anxious about what's about to happen or they had a plan in their mind and then it changed. Um, that I see that often. And then there's those everyday behaviors like just um, not doing something that you're asked to do because there's some sort of worry or anxiety that's hiding about what might happen if they do do it. Um, and then just that unmotivated behavior of like, yeah, I don't care. You know, um, and a lot of times like, I'm just not going to do it. Like that's just not a big deal or I don't know. And a lot of times that is what I found is a fear or, um, a nervousness of, well, what if I get it wrong and not wanting to know what would happen if they do get it wrong. Yeah. And I love the way that you kind of segment out the, the different types of behavior because it's so true. So many of our kids have like really, really difficult behavior. And a lot of times parents will come in my practice, they'll see it as two separate issues. They'll say, I know you're an anxiety therapist. And so we're here for the anxiety, but gosh, his behavior is out of control. And I'll be like, of course it is. And, and they, they really won't see the connection. And I see it because with my own son too, who's eight, um, he's like what you first described. Uh, he is hyper. You would actually think he has ADHD for sure. And even I, as a therapist, initially would look at him and be like, what is wrong with that kid? <laughs> because he is jumping on the couch. He is, he's rocking back and forth. And if you follow the breadcrumbs, it's, it's not hyperactivity. It's anxiety. Yeah. I like to teach something that I call, you know, in therapy, you do the ABCs, right? Like what comes before what's happening and then what's happening afterwards. Well, I do something that's like what I like to call the ABC spiral. And so like, if you like you said, follow the breadcrumbs, you spiral it back out from the epicenter and you go all the way back out to the top of the funnel and you see where did this actually begin? A lot of times there's some sort of worry or anxiety or nervousness or fear that started all of it. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to get caught in that moment and just to be like, and I see my husband doing this all the time <laughs> where he'll just be like, stop, what's wrong with you? Calm down. You know? And I think sometimes it, even if you don't, if you go out the spiral and you don't see anything with my son, sometimes I won't see anything. And then I'll just say, what's going on? You know, how can I help you? Which is like a really weird question. And then he'll be like, well, you know, whatever obnoxious answer he gives will have like a little indication of what that spiral is. Yeah. And I've learned to recognize what those behaviors are. Maybe I don't know that it's worry at the, at the top end, but I'll notice the behavior. So my son, when he starts getting really touchy and he starts moving around the house and he, he kind of, then it goes to snappy. Like first it starts as playful and funny and kind of like regular kid behavior. He's just being a kid, but it starts to spiral out of control pretty quickly. And so I can say, well, I notice that you're not able to sit still. And I notice that you're touching everything around. And that usually means that something is going on in your brain and you're thinking something. Can you tell me what you're hoping would happen, what you thought would happen, or what you're worried about is going to happen. And he, like those three sentence starters, he's able to then be like, oh, well, like I'm really excited because we're about to go to the carnival in three hours and I'm just wondering what we're going to do and if I'm going to get to ride this ride and when we're going to go and who I'm going to see and if I'm going to win a prize. And like all of a sudden it comes like spewing out. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> I love that because it's like, it's almost like a release valve, you know, mm -hmm. that you're, you're releasing that pressure. And I think a lot of times we don't do that as parents because, you know, like taking your workshop, it's so true that we, we tend to take it personally. 
or how it's impacting us. And so, and, and even as a therapist, I do this all the time. And even though I know this, I do it all the time where like I'm cooking dinner and they're, they're misbehaving. And I'm just like, you're making this hard for me, you know, or I'm in a hurry. It's all like, I'm, I'm, I'm. And, um, just slowing down and seeing like what's going on with your kid actually will save you time too, because you can have a 45 minute meltdown because you're reacting with the I'm, or you can have a 10 minute conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Someone in the workshop just the other day was like, I'm really struggling to figure out what's going on under the surface. I'm really struggling, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, you know, it just is, it's getting in the way of my agenda. And then I just sat back for a minute. I just sat there for a minute and all I could see it in real time. The comment come up. Oh, oh my goodness. It's me. Like, <laughs> it's my agenda. That's the answer. I'm thinking that she needs to do my agenda. And if I just step back and I see what her agenda is and we can meet in the middle and then she tried it. And the next day she posted it in the group. She's like, I haven't had this good of a day in a very long time. So it's a really yeah. good point that you brought up. Which is awesome because I do feel like it is a shift in perspective and it's, it's going to take time, but I think you're going to have those moments. Um, cause I was really aware of my behavior this past week cause I was trying to do the things you were talking about and we went out to dinner. I'll give you a little story. We went and I shared this in the study group, but we went out to dinner and my son didn't want to come and he has a lot of anxiety around food and he was with my teen daughter and we came back and we couldn't bring him what he wanted because there was a long line. So we wound up bringing him something else that he normally likes. And we came in with the bag and he just started to, to do those behaviors we're talking about. He started to hit the wall and he started to swing really fast in his little swing. And because he was on my radar and I was like very aware of looking past the behavior in the iceberg, um, I said to him, because normally I would go into the IMS like, you know, I just brought you dinner. You know, this is first world problems. Like really we're having a problem with like what kind of food I brought you. It seemed bratty. It seemed entitled, but I know that's not, that's not what it was, but on the surface, certainly a mom could go down that spiral really quickly. So I said to him, what's the worst part about me bringing you this, you know? And he said, well, I was really expecting this other thing. And I had it in my head and I thought about the sauce and I was ready to eat it. And I don't, I'm not ready to eat that, which I know sounds for anyone who doesn't have a child with OCD who has food issues, that seems weird, but that is all about his anxiety. And so then I was able to say, and I just, then I empathize with him. I know that was hard, you know, and, and then we came up with a plan, but I would not have done that two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's a really good, a really good um, example of using just the, the beginning part of the framework, like you said, of looking under the surface and seeing what he needs. And, and that's, then you, like you said, then you were able to address it differently and make a plan that you wouldn't have done otherwise, which is really cool. Yeah. And I think even just this beginning part of the framework, just the workshop component that gave you some morsels of where to go with it have been huge. I mean, I've heard a lot of parents have reached out to me and a lot of people in the private study group have just had a lot of aha moments that I also like what you talk about and we'll talk about it because I'm sure there's a lot of people who didn't take the workshop about the superpowers and just that shift in what's my child's main struggle. What are their quirks and what are their superpowers? I love that. Can you explain that a little bit? 
Yeah. So a lot of times we focus on the struggle. We focus on what kids are doing wrong, what's wrong with them. I mean, you'll see it in support groups and maybe you see it as well in even your support groups, but um, someone will post and say, okay, I'm really struggling with this. My kid can't do this. My kid won't do this. And, and then you get one of two answers. Well, you should try doing X, Y, or Z. You should try doing this. You should try doing that, or you should try not doing this. So it's all about the parent and it's all about what they're doing wrong or right. Then the second type of response is, well, have you checked out ADHD and sensory processing disorder and anxiety and OCD? Like you should go check that out. Maybe your child needs to be diagnosed. And neither one of those, while both of them can be helpful and there's a place for both things, they don't actually solve the problem. And so the idea of going at it from your child's superpower, now you're going at it from this is your child's uniqueness and this is the one thing that is going to be like a side door to approaching the behavior just differently. So I give the example of Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps growing up struggled in school. He couldn't stay focused. He didn't do his schoolwork. He had a really hard time in math and he was labeled as ADHD and all of those things and really seemed to not be someone that was going to be successful. And he had one person who was like, you know what? Like, I know how much you love swimming. I wonder what would happen if we approach everything from this superpower of your swimming and your love for it. So now the math tutor was using the swimming for like, how can we make your times faster? Let's do some math problems to figure out how to make your time faster. And then they started using that intense focus in swimming and that intense love. And he, they're like, okay, well, how long can you focus on your practice? And so because they went that way, he went on to be the most decorated Olympian of all time with 28 medals. And so it just shows the like huge possibilities that can happen when we look at those superpowers instead of what's wrong with either the parent or the kid. Yeah. And I, I think the shift in perspective is so, it's so uplifting, empowering, and incredibly helpful. Because I do think if you meet the child where their child is at, what are their strengths? What are they good at? Then you're going to have a lot more traction in anything you try. Because I do, I see that in my private Facebook group too. So much of, you know, get them diagnosed for this, this, and this, you know, which has its place, but it's not going to really be your silver bullet answer in the moment or don't do this or do this, those just feel overwhelming to me as well. And so looking at your child's strengths, and um, I definitely been trying that this past week. <laughs> and then I think about how do we use that anyway? Um, and I'll give you some examples just for the listeners to hear. Like my son is into rainbow looms. I don't know why. <laughs> he's into like, he's really a weird kid. He's super quirky, but he's into like doing things with his hands. So he likes the rubber bands and he's so, so good at it. Lanyards, and finger knitting, I guess that's a thing. The attention to detail. Yeah, loves detail and he's very obsessive. Mm-hmm. So when we go to restaurants, which are actually ironically his trigger, or when he's eating, which is a trigger for him, that's normally when he acts out, he becomes really difficult. We bring rubber bands with us to the restaurant and he's making these things and he's calm because we're tapping into a coping mechanism that he'll use. And he'll even say, mom, I'm just going to bring some rubber bands with us. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So I think figuring out what works for your kids and what are their superpowers is really good. My kids love humor. And so my two little ones, I have three. So my six and eight year old, they love humor. And the other day I had your workshop in my head and I was like, 
I'm going to look at their superpowers and humor is definitely one of them for both of them. And they were fighting for who knows why. And I was wearing AirPods, my new AirPods. (laughs) So this calming music was playing in my ears as they're screaming. And I just took one out and I plopped it in my son's ear and I just was like, dance with me. And I was very goopy and he just loves humor. And he just like, he started to laugh and we started to dance. And then my little one was like, I want to dance. And the fight was forgotten because it was so small anyway. So I think tapping into those superpowers and, and using it is so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like my middle son, um, I think of him a lot because he is, you know, just on the books, he's the sweetest kid, perfect student, you know, cause he wants to please people. So he's always helping and he loves to help his sister and he loves to help me and he loves to set the table and all of that. But, but it comes with a flip side. Like he doesn't want to get in trouble and he doesn't want to be seen as doing something he shouldn't be doing. Although he does do things he shouldn't do because he's a follower. And so it's that fine line of, okay, I need to, when I address him, I have to make sure that I come at it. So there is no guess in his mind that he's being looked down upon or that he's going to be getting in trouble. Now, of course, there's consequences for his actions. There's all of that, but I have to come at it from a very different, a different door. Like I said, that side door, because I know that his superpower is empathy and love and, and just caring for others and being the one that is helpful. And so if there's a thing that we have to correct, I have to go at it from that, that aspect. Yeah, which I think is good for people to hear because a lot of us have sensitive kids and they can't handle discipline. When I surveyed my audience and we talked about like what their biggest struggle is in behavior, there were a lot of just really different answers because some were the aggression and, um, you know, just the outward exploding. But then a lot of other people said too sensitive. You know, I can't even like redirect them because they think my tone is all wrong. They think they're a bad kid. And then we're spending two hours talking about, I do love you. I do love you. (laughs) I completely understand. My son is the same. Like he's very similar in that aspect. So, you know, we've found systems that work and we go over that in the program as well. Like once you know the superpower, now what? Now what do you do with it? Um, And and that's going to be different for each child. And that's what I love about the framework is that it's not... I've worked really hard to find something that is not a do this, say this, and that's it. That's your end all be all. Instead, it's okay. This is how you discover what's unique about your child, about your family. And this is how you create systems that work for your family. I'm going to give you a guide, but this is how you can figure out how to make it work for you. Which I think is unique compared to other classes and programs I have seen and even books and really popular one, two, three, or um, just a lot of this stuff that you see around is I'll listen to it and I'll think, well, it's just so, it's such a square box, you know? And then I feel like, cause I'm so like, I guess an anxious anal person. I'm always like, oh my gosh, I said that wrong. Oh my gosh, I did that wrong. That wasn't part of their system. You know? And when I hear you talk and um, talking about your framework, it seems like it's, it's unique to each person. It's like, it's a skeletal framework that you can take and you can go and you can input your issues with, and then take those tools and adapt it for you, which I think is important because everyone has different issues with their behavior. But with the framework, it seems like 
you can take those skills and then you adapt it to what is your child's superpower? What is your child's biggest struggle? What issues are, what are they trying to communicate and walk through that? That's exactly right. Yeah, it is like this skeletal framework, but it's all the pieces put together. So, you know, all the best practices when it comes to, you know, being mindful and thinking positively and setting your intentions and all the best practices when it comes to connecting with your kids and and finding their superpowers and then setting up routines and setting up rules but rules that work for your family because you know you might have a different background and different values and systems already in place that I'm not going to come in and tell you well you're wrong because you believe that that's what you should do um and and yeah you just each of each step each stage it really takes account into like who is your family? What is your family background? What is your religious background, your personal background that all comes together? Which is helpful because I feel like everyone is different. And mm-hmm. so there's, there's, and, and a lot of times I think you walk away from things like that feeling really judged um, or like beaten down if you're a sensitive mom, because you feel like, oh my gosh, there's all these things I need to be doing. But to take all the things that you are passionate about that you can incorporate into your framework and then kind of take off from there is so cool because a lot of people need that. They just need someone to help give them some um, guidance and walk them through it. But you don't want to be like stripped of all of your stuff, like who you are, what your family values are. You want to incorporate that. Absolutely. Yeah. It builds on it. It's right. You you already have so much going for you already, even if you don't feel like you do. And then, so it builds on that and it helps organize the things you are, are, that are already working, you know, cause you already had a ton of things working in your family. You're a professional, like you have a lot of background knowledge and, and you're still able to say, Oh, I see how this kind of fits together a little differently. Oh, totally. Like, like it doesn't even matter what kind of background you have. It's like someone just saying, you've got this going on, you know, these are your kids things. These are your strengths. Do this or, you know, approach it this way. You already have it. You just need to do it. And it's like, it's very, I think it's very helpful. So I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more in detail about what the program consists of, what people will go through. Yeah. So the program is actually a 12 week program where we will walk people step by step through this um, problem solving framework that we've been talking about. And the framework is, is six parts. It starts with building a really solid foundation. So finding anchor moments that you can fall back on when days are really hard or your, your child is acting out or having that really difficult behavior, or if you're having a bad day, you know, it's just, we have a very specific way of finding that anchor moment to pull back to. Um, And then it's creating your intentions and setting your why and then getting rid of all the thought monsters that are going to keep you from having success. So that's the foundation part. And then we move on to building a connection plan. And in the connection plan, that's where you take your child's struggles and turn them to superpowers, but you do it for the whole family. And you create a team together as a family. And that's where we talk about how to do family powwows or family meetings, whatever you want to call it. And we talk about how to recognize the wins and and create these positive interactions. And um, and it's the very start of what we call the um, something called the family success plan that we use all the way through the whole program. So little by little, we're going to build that plan. And it's a plan that you can like hand to grandma or hand to a teacher or hand to the babysitter. Um, or if like things are going bad, you can go, okay, like, what's going wrong? What do we need to look at? Um, the third stage is kind of a little bit more of like 
the digging in stage. So it's the discovery phase. And that's where you're going to look below the surface. You're going to look at, you know, is my child you know, responding with fight, flight, or freeze? What are their triggers? We talk about lava triggers and snap triggers. So two different types. And we talk about, um, you know, what are the main reasons for behavior? And I actually have a behavior funnel. So I always start with one thing and then I go to the next and the next. Um, So it's a little different than just like functional behavior like that. So it's, a, um, but we really get a clear picture of why is this behavior happening? And what could be hiding underneath it? We find patterns to when's it happening, where's it happening, and what does that tell me about the behavior? Um, Once we have that, then you can make a plan. Like you said, like once you were able to discover what was hiding behind your son's behavior, you were like, okay, now I know how I can respond to him and I can make a plan with him. So we talk about um, making a plan. So that's where we're going to do the systems and routines, set up rules that work for your family so everyone's on the same page. And and then we build your toolbox in the next phase where we're adding in. Um, there's a million and one ways to help your kid with behaviors, but I want to just like cut through all the noise. So I'll give you, um, we go over three things that will help in the moment that you can do three things you can say and three things you can give your kid and three things your kid can do. So it's just like super simple, but it gets your solid foundation down and then you can build on it. And then in the final stage, which is what makes the Calm the Chaos program unique is you're actually giving that independence to your kid and you're teaching them how to use the framework on their own. So your child is like already starting to do some of that where he's saying, you know, look, I, I was really worried. Like, or I had a plan. I was going to eat this food and I had already thought about it and I had already gone through it. And, and now I'm not ready to eat this food. I haven't made the plan for that. So in what happens in the independent stage is that your kid will recognize that before their behavior starts to spiral. They'll start to say, okay, I'm really worried. Can we talk? You know, and they'll start to advocate for their own needs. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I know that was super in depth, but I just wanted to kind of give the full picture of how the framework works and each of the stages. And we just walk you through it. I mean, we are, I am committed to helping people see success. So we're in there. It's just not just me. It's a team of people helping as well. And we have weekly question and answer calls so that anything you're stuck on will get you unstuck. And we'll even have um, implementation weeks where we'll just you know, do no new learning. And instead we're just going to like dig in and make sure that you're clear. Um, Which is going to be so nice for people to feel like they're being handholded through this process, you know, that you can just walk through and, and get these skills and have all that support as you're trying it. Because I think even in therapy, a lot of times you come in, it's like less than an hour a week, if that, and then it's like, go fly bird, go do it on your own. And don't talk to me until next session. And, and that's not a lot of support. So I, I love that there's this constant support going on, which is so yeah, And we know, we know that so many families, especially families that are dealing with difficult behaviors, they're busy, right? And it's really hard to fit this stuff in. And so each of the modules are actually divided into teeny tiny, like five minute lessons. Like you're not even going to have to, you could listen to that on your drive to get your kid at school. Like they're super short and actionable and each one comes with an action step. So you'll, you'll be making that one step at a time progress through each lesson. 
So are they video lessons? What's the format? So yes, people- they are. So they're video lessons. So we have a, um, a dashboard online that has a place to chat. We'll also have a Facebook group and um, they are video lessons. They're pre-recorded, but then the, the weekly calls are live with me. Okay. So during the week, they can just at any time that week, just watch a video lesson. Okay. And I always like, I love classes that have video lessons because I'll just do my laundry and I'll be listening to it or I'll be making dinner and I can catch like a five or 10 minute video lesson. And then I feel like, Hey, you know, I'm doing something today to better our family. So I like a motto inside our group, inside the program is progress, not perfection, because we're always looking for, you know, once you, once you know where you want to go, which is why it's so important to set that intention of like, I want a life where I don't have to be worried to leave the house, you know, for five minutes or whatever. So once you know that that's where you want to go, you just need to find the next step, not the 50 steps in between. So I explained the whole program, but, and that can feel overwhelming, but you're just looking for that next step. And in each lesson, I'll be like, okay, here's your next step. And yeah. Next step. And, yeah. and that has, we have found that to be super successful. We've, you know, done this program in the past and we have like over 75% of the people that take the program complete the entire thing and then go back through it and do it again, you know, and use it anytime, you know, maybe their, their family starts to unravel again. They just go back and go through the trainings and then they feel back like they're back on track again really quickly. Yeah. So will they have access to the videos? They can go yep. back and watch them again. They will. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So the program is happening now, which is super exciting because it it doesn't happen often. I don't see this often. No, it's not going to open again any, any more this year. So this is the only time we're going to open the program and it's only open this week. So exciting that I got you on to talk about it. So, um, if people are interested to make it easy for those that are listening in their car or, you know, you're out and about right now at the gym, you can text 44222 and just text the words help behavior, all one word, help behavior. And I will text you a link to enroll so that you can just get started. Are there any um, special bonuses happening today? Yeah. There are. Today, actually, you caught me at a good time. So today we have a special bonus and this bonus is only available till the end of today. And what it is, is we're going, we're offering a group coaching call to help you, um, you know, look at your family success plan and find the whole. So once you've completed your family success plan, we will review it and help you get through and get unstuck with anything that might not be working in your family. So um, it's a real, we've found that this really gets people unstuck. I just had one of these calls yesterday and you know, the people who were on it were like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Like now I feel like I can go back and implement this with my family. So it's really a great way to get unstuck. Yeah. And to have a call, to be able to kind of talk about your specific issues and get some guidance directly for your struggles would be huge. So if, if they enroll today, they can get that. And Mm -hmm. I also want to throw in that I'm offering a bonus myself for people in my audience where you can actually get my, my online class, which is how to crush anxiety, how to teach your kids to crush anxiety. You can get that completely for free because I feel like the two together are like super powerful. So if you can learn how to deal with behaviors, which is our front burner issue, and then I'll teach you how to deal with the anxiety that's all underneath that iceberg, Mm -hmm. uh, you will 
you'll be good to go. So, you know, enroll and get Dana's amazing program, which is incredibly thorough. And then also you can access my online class afterwards or whenever you're ready, it will be there for you and it will walk you all through how to help your child's anxiety at home. So you can text 44222 and just text help behavior. For those of you that are not in your car or in the gym, I will leave a link below in the show notes. And for those of you that are watching on YouTube, I will leave a link below too. And you can click that or you can text if you feel like texting. So we got you covered. Well, thank awesome. you so much for coming on. It's been really helpful just talking to you. It has. It's been really great chatting with you too. This is like my favorite thing to do. And it's the same with people in the program. Like I get fired up every time I get to get on a call with people in the program. So thanks for having me on. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I was thinking about it and I decided to offer you something a little bit more if you jump aboard the Calm the Chaos program because it is so good. I want to add a little bit extra and I realized that I do a lot of stuff for my email list and I did a lot of stuff for my Facebook group and my Facebook page, but a lot of you are not on those things and that's kind of not fair because I did offer a free one-on-one coaching call with me for the first three people that enrolled in her program. And that was yesterday. So that's not fair to you. And I also offered that the first 10 people who enrolled in her program would get two of my classes for free. So that's not cool either because you did not know about it. So I'm going to do something special just for my podcast listeners. So if you text me at 44222. That's 44222. And you write in help behavior. I'll text you the link to enroll in her program, but I'll also include my email. So if you email the receipt from the program that shows that you've enrolled, the first person who sends me the receipt will get a one-on-one coaching call with me. Now, A lot of you email me all the time and ask me, Natasha, do you do Skype therapy? Do you, can you do a Skype call? And I I don't do online therapy for people outside of Arizona. Actually, my practice is closed, but I can't even do coaching calls because I am way too busy these days. But for the first person that emails me, I will give you a one-on-one coaching call. We can do it through Skype or FaceTime. We'll spend an entire hour going over your child's issues, and I'll talk to you about the approaches I would take, and I'll give you some perspective. So that's huge because normally I charge $150 for my therapy sessions, and you'll get that call for free. Also, for the people who missed that, because only one of you will get that, and you have to act really quick, um, the first 10 people who email me through this podcast texting will get two of my classes for free. Now, each one of my classes costs $127, and you can pick two of them. I only have three main ones. So I have how to teach your kids to crush anxiety, how to parent kids with OCD, and how to crush social anxiety. So my OCD class will walk you through everything about OCD step-by-step, and it'll also give you, um, I will teach you exposure response prevention and how to do it at home which is incredible. I've gotten such great response from that. People email me all the time saying that they have been to therapists or their kids won't go to therapists or they don't have a therapist in their area that specializes in OCD and they've seen tremendous change just from this online program. 
My anxiety program is very similar too, but how I treat anxiety versus how I treat OCD are completely different. So my crush anxiety class teaches you how to do a fear ladder with your child, how to know anxiety themes, how to talk to your kids, step-by-step everything I teach kids in my therapy practice. And my social anxiety class is directly for kids, 10 and older or adults who have social anxiety. And there are worksheets and there are step-by-step ways to overcome social anxiety. And I go into that. So if you're one of the 10, if you buy her program and you email me the receipt, I will email you back and let you know if you're one of the top 10 and you will pick two of my classes for free. If you enroll and you miss the top 10, you can get one of my classes for free. If you email me with the receipt. So pretty cool. Just wanted to share that because I just made an impulsive decision to offer that to you. So I will see you next week. I hope you find the sparkle in everything you do. Take care. Thank you for listening to AT Parenting Survival Podcast. For more tips and parenting support, visit anxioustoddlers.com.